episode four of things we're going to be covering today. Obviously, one championship, uh, one 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 sixty one. Excuse me, not one one sixty one, just one sixty, and also Amazon one on Amazon Prime. Uh, a lot of a lot of good fights over the past weekend in Singapore. And then we're going to be moving on to the favorite thing that brought me to this uh this position in my life, which is gaming and comic books, movies, shows. A lot of good ones are coming out. Lord of the Rings, Ring of Power. Whew, man, what a great one. Then we have the review of The Sandman. Because that's a Netflix show if you guys haven't seen it yet. We talked we talked about it a little bit on episode three. But we didn't really want to break down the whole entire show. We gave you guys two weeks to watch it. If you guys haven't seen it yet, you guys can always leave and not be ruined in spoilers. And the third thing will be House of Dragons, a new Game of Thrones season. I don't even know if you want to call it a season. It's just basically a spinoff. It's before, I think it's like 5,000 years before everything went down in Game of Thrones. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And then we have our expert at Call of Duty, aka I call it Call of Booty. <clears throat> Batman Benny's going to be joining the channel, giving us his tips on what we should be excited about for the upcoming brand new Call of Duty, I guess you can say. And then we have Elden Ring. Even though this game has already been out for a very long time, I started playing it because I'm waiting for the Psycho Frontier to reboot up and play that again, right? Season two looks amazing. We talked about that in an earlier podcast, episode three, I believe, what we want going forward in, in Psycho Frontier. But there's nothing to do with Psycho Frontier. So right now I'm just focusing on Elden Ring. And oh my goosh, oh my goosh. It is a whole lot of work. A whole lot of work. Like, I'm almost regretting saying I was going to play it and beat it. Obviously, I'm not going to beat it straight through. I, I got to play other games because I think I'll drive myself insane if I try to beat the game <laughs> all in one playthrough. But, uh, man, what a great game. And then, other than that, I think that's what we're going to be covering today. So, I mean, a lot of stuff to cover. A lot of stuff to cover. Waiting on Chris to get his audio situation all good to go. Um, shout out to everybody on YouTube. We see you guys on YouTube. Shout out to Zekin for allowing us to get the stream together. But man, YouTube, YouTube, 46 people watching on the YouTube stream. Man, maybe I should start streaming on YouTube more often. It's first time streaming on YouTube, and I got way more fucking people watching than when I streamed on Twitch for the very first time. Incredible. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel as well. It's free to the public. It is free to the public. Okay, and also, the podcast is streaming on all your major platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, all the Gucci Gooch. So, while we're waiting for Chris to get his stuff going, you guys are here. It's time to entertain. Okay, Chris is going to get his shit together. Okay, he'll get it together, and once he does, we'll get him back in here. Until then, let's talk about one championship, 160. If you guys missed that event, go back and watch it. You can watch it on, I think, all... I believe you can watch the replay on YouTube. So, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. But it was a dope fight, man. It was a dope fight. Uh, the main event, I believe, was uh, Tank Kai versus Kai. I think uh, Kai is the first world champion in mixed martial arts in China. All right, we got Chris back. Let's see if this works. Fingers crossed that it works, boys.
Mike. Oh my god, you're still very, very low. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one second. Discord, Discord, Discord. Yo, sounds the same. Yeah. Oh, do I talk now? This is um in here. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got this you. Is, this is in here. Yep, this is in here. Okay, hang on one second. Let me get out of here now. One second. Okay, now talking Zegan. Test, 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 test. Yeah, you're Gucci now. You're Gucci. You're Gucci. Okay. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we, we, we apologize about that. Rylan, our mixer, he can fix it all up uh, on, on, you know, on whatever he needs to make it sound good and crispy, but whatever. It doesn't make it, <laughs> if it doesn't make it uh, Spotify, it is what it is. Okay. Boom. So, how you living, baby? We living, baby. We living. Is, is audio good? Are we good to go? We're good to go. We're, we're recording. Damn. We're banging and we're slanging. All right. It's still low, isn't it? No, it's great. I promise you right now, it's, 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 all right, all right. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, out here, technical difficulties in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is my buddy, good friend, Chris, what the fuck, Gamepad. He also streams on Twitch. He's my co-host of Nerds of Leisure. It was me and his idea. We we're chilling one day and everybody in chat was like, man, you guys should do a podcast together. You guys always argue. So here we are. <laughs> we're arguing. We haven't done any arguing lately, but. It's all Gucci. Right now, we're the argument is he's he's Apple and I'm an Android user, and we, and we don't like that very much. You know, we don't what? like that very much. You know what? Eventually, you're gonna understand that it's always about it's always about Apple. Apple is the ecosystem of the world. It connects everybody via you know messaging, FaceTime, all the beautiful things that we love very 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 much but they're very they exclude people right we want things that are inclusive <laughs> for everybody i bet like, you do oh, i can't facetime you because i don't got your little shit it's just it's bad energy and you know what i don't like that i want everyone to be loved i want everyone to be included you know mm. and apple just doesn't spread love anymore it died with jobs yeah mm -hmm. okay <laughs> mm -hmm. okay so we are breaking down uh i was in the process of not breaking down but just recapping over you know one championship 160 uh, talking about the main event. Actually, the main event was Oak versus Lee, too. And then the co-main event was Tom Lee versus Kai. And if you guys did not see this event, man, man, oh, man, did you guys miss uh, a great one. Like, this event was it was pretty stacked. Pretty damn stacked. I mean, the rematch with Oak and Lee, and then the first time of Kai and Tom Lee fighting, holy shit, dude. Like, I saw Kai fight live. And man, was he a treat to watch because he was lighting homeboy up. Who won? I didn't watch it. I'm we didn't watch that. it. Uh, it was uh, Tom Lee. Tom Lee. Tom Lee is another uh, amazing striker. He moves so good. When was that on? This is, do they are they the same as the UFC where we every weekend there's going to be some sort of event, whether it's a fight pass or how does the, how does the one schedule work? I guess for. Uh, Somebody who, you know, is trying to follow but doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah, so typically right now, if, you, if you're having a hard time following one championship, just, you know, obviously follow them on YouTube and or on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. 
right here we have some of the uh, the highlights of the fight going on. It's actually the fight. It's the only thing I can find on it. But you can follow it that way. And then right now, one chip ship they're trying to do back to back. So they'll have two fight cards in a weekend. They'll have a live fight Friday night, which is catered to mostly everybody in Asia. And then also right after that, they have an Amazon Prime card, which is catering to the Amazon. Not Amazon. Well, Amazon, but also the U.S. audience. So this was a um, coming event. And uh, Tom Lee, which is a gentleman in the gray shorts, he was the world champion. And then the challenger, obviously, the, the man from China, Kai. I don't believe there ever has ever been a world champion in mixed martial arts, a man from China. Like we had a woman from China, uh, Shang Willy, in the UFC, but I believe man there hasn't been a, a chinese man in mixed martial arts who's won in ufc and i don't know about in ryzen but now we do have one in one championship and it's uh kai so that was a, that was a very very big deal um i thought kai was gonna get knocked out so Go ahead. is there anything to that like what makes a um what what you know nationality has won the most UFC championship? Is it the Brazilians? You know what I mean? Like there's got to be a number. From, I was I would say Americans. You know, what areas? I would I would like to if Americans. I had if I had to pick a number, I would probably say not a number, but if I had to pick a nationality, I'd probably say Americans. I think there's way more American world champions in mixed martial arts than any other uh, nationality out there. Um, I could be wrong, and I believe we just lost Chris's. Um, we just lost Chris, but yeah, I believe it's. It's it's American, ladies and gentlemen. I could be wrong, and you guys can you know the internet always wins. You guys always know best. You guys can tell me if I'm wrong or, or right. But I believe it's uh, Americans. But this fight, I had uh, Tom Lee winning the. I had Tom Lee winning the fight before they they started fighting, and I believe Kai did a great job of keeping distance and just throwing uh, short shots, short shots, and sticking to the game plan. Like he's not rushing it, he's not overextending against Tong Lee, and he's just doing a good job of just kicking away, keeping it outside. And then with you know Tong Lee being southpaw, uh, you know he's always circling in towards uh, Kai's power hand instead of circling outside of his power hand, his power hand. But man, what a good fucking fight! Great fight. It didn't crash. Oh, there he is. He's back again. There you are. It was like your camera just left us. Well, no, like uh, uh, on my screen, like the stream cut out because I like I was still on Twitch. Like you know, the, the internet didn't cut out, so mm. it's like the browser didn't respond, and then it kicked me out. And then I was looking at it like, what the hell is going on? Because the first thing I checked to see if I was still on the internet, but at any rate, gotcha. More technical oh. difficulties, bro. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's that new Arizona. See you in Arizona. See. If you would have, you would have kept your ass in uh, Washington State, you would have had all this tech power that we got up here. Now I you mean, just hey, look. You're preaching to the choir up here. It's what? <laughs> it's 95 degrees right now. Ooh, right outside. Ooh, that sounds like that hot. Day. What's down there? You already starting school, huh? Uh, we start start started school on Wednesday. Now, finally, started school on Wednesday. Um, Damn. Weather is, I think, 85. Cool, cool and brisky, baby. Cool and brisky. Hey, I like that. Okay, um, but the winner of this one was uh, Kai, the first Chinese mixed martial arts champion in one championship. So congrats to him. And then the main event, oh my goosh, was this a banger? 
uh, Christian Lee versus Oak. Now, when Ace 2 fought the first time, I thought Oak won the fight. I was there live watching it. Right? And then even though one championship has its rules that you have to judge by, I'm not a judge. So I get to pick and choose what you know I considered who's winning and who's losing. Right? But this fight, man, was it a fucking banger. <laughs> Did you get a chance to watch this fight either or no? So how come... No, I did not. Again, like, so you say they'll do one weekend uh, for, you know, one market, the other weekend for, like, the American market, right? Yep. So say right after this, right? This was this weekend? Uh, last do weekend. Do they have something coming up now, next weekend? Are, uh, are no, there, no, no, no. There's going to be a break in between. They're, they're taking a break. They take, four week, they take four weeks to three breaks. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. They so, was... I mean, that, that, to me, like, all of a sudden, I think there'll be, like, a bunch of fights. And then there'll be like a like a break where UFC obviously every weekend there's like, you know, seven o'clock on Friday or whatever they're always available to watch. So you kind of just know when they're on. Yeah, 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 yeah. One chip they kind of have their own thing where they'll do two fights back to back, one for Amazon Prime, one for the regular um, broadcast, and then they'll take three break for four weeks, and then they'll do another double header. So. But it's it's kind of good because you kind of gotcha. kind of back to back, you know. Where UFC they go every damn weekend and they're just throwing fight cards together. But I mean, with this fight with you know Christian Lee taking an oak, man, Christian Lee was on fire. Like I was super. Yeah, it always seems like it's high level, you know. When they when they come back, it always seems like a big, you know, a, a big fight coming out for sure. Some of these UFCs, you'd be like, well, you could tell they uh they didn't really have no one left to book, so we get in this card this month. Yeah, they seem to kind of stretch them out a little thin sometimes, as far as we, what they're charging sixty dollars for. You know, one sometimes you're like, oh shit, you know, we got two champions of any other shit. You're like, oh my god, bro, like, what are we doing out here? <laughs> yeah, well, so who, good. So, so who won the fight? Well, who won this fight was Christian Lee. He looks fucking phenomenal, dude. Like his distance control is mixing it up. He hit homeboy with a Superman jab with a low kick. I was like, oh my gosh, this man's on fire, and he just. He just obliterated this dude. Like, obliterated. I don't know if that's a word, but he just destroyed this fucking guy. Like, just literally, yeah. Like, Oak is So, too... was he a legit contender to the belt? How'd he get a shot? Well, <clears throat> who, Christian or um, Oak? Oh, he was a contender. I mean, he beat Eddie Alvarez, and he's beat, I think he was on a three or four fight win streak, but he beat Christian Lee by, you know, a controversial split decision. But, man, like, Oak was extremely tough. He just got annihilated then, damn. Yeah, he was extremely tough the very first time they fought. But Christian was able to hurt him again in the second fight. And when he hurt him, he hurt him bad. Bad. Like, hurt him in the first round and the second round. And then he, in one championship, you can do knees to ground an opponent. And once he got him to the ground and started kneeing him in the head, it was just, it was all she fucking wrote, man. Just all she wrote. Like, I'll, I'll fast forward right now so you can see it, but. Dude, it was, it was fucking nasty, man. Absolutely nasty. That dude looks really high level, technical shit, dude. The Who? Lee, Lee Christian dude Lee, is like crazy. This is your first time watching Christian Lee? No, I, he's the one with the sister. I've watched it. I'm just saying, like, I don't watch him all the time. So watching like the the replay or what's going on, you know, he just got a lot of feints, a lot of just, you know, making sure he's the distance that he wants to to be to fire off and. 
Yeah. He's got that wavy. You, you, you got it too. Like, it's just like, you know, your body is like inherently trying to find the, the rhythm itself, you know? Yeah. A lot of people kind of just make themselves move around and you guys kind of just float. Well, at least that's how it looks to us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he just looked fucking good this fight. I mean, the, the finishing sequence was amazing. Let's see if I can fast forward real quick so we get to the next one. Here it goes right here. He hurts him. Like, a lot of people were getting hit in the back of the head. Not in the back of the head, but in the ear. Like, here comes the shot right now. He's moving. He's moving. Where's that shot at? Where's the shot at? Come on. That was a good job right there. This punch. Boom, right there. That Superman punch and that low kick. Damn, that one looking good. Boom, right there. Right there. Boom, and then so bam, 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 bam. Just destroyed him, man. Like I said. Damn. Oak, Oak is too. You should have went in for a couple more knees. Damn. Nah, I think he, I think he got enough. I think Oak, for his own good, <laughs> bro. He's like he, he fired off six right against the cage, dude. I was like, fuck. I think Oak is too, too, too tough for his own good. Right, like Christian Lee, he showed up and he fucking delivered on that fight, man. Like he just delivered super, super easy. Not easy, but he he made it look fucking easy. Damn, your camera went out again. Another technical difficulty, ladies and gentlemen, this is, uh, we're streaming on Zekin and this is the beta form. So I'm actually help build this platform. And that's why you keep seeing our man, Chris dropping out of the stream. But if you guys didn't get a chance to watch the replay of one championship for you guys, I would go back and watch it because it was really, really, really fucking good. All right, here he is again. Drop that again, boo. Dude, I, yeah, he, I don't know. For whatever reason, it keeps, it, it keeps kicking me out. Is there like a timer? I don't think so. Or when like, you like raise your hand, you know what I mean? Like, No, it shouldn't because I control that. So it's 1221 and we'll see, you know, we'll keep track right now. But Gotcha. Mm. Well, yeah, because like I said, like I'm not having any, any connection problems. Everything else on my, you know, I, I had my stuff up um, this time to see if it happened again. Like there's no, it's just like the the browser or the program refreshes and then like I got to do all that shit all over again. So mm. I don't know. We'll see. I wonder, do you have your firewall up or is it on? On or off? Uh, no, yeah, I already gave all the permissions. Remember, we did this. We already we already did this. This is like our fourth time. That is true. I don't know what the deal is. Mm. Mm. Oh, well. All right, on to the next fight. Right. My fight. Well, my my car. Just a smooth transition. Boom. Cut that part out. Yep. Big going. Yep. Uh, my fight against uh, Adrian Reyes. Uh, before my fight, we'll talk about the co-main event. Uh, Nongo versus Liam Harris. I knew this fight was going to be sick, but I didn't think Nongo was going to get him out there that fast. Like when Nongo, Nongo won is probably, in my eyes, the pound for pound best Muay Thai striker on the planet. Like I've seen him train, I've seen him fight live multiple times, and holy shit, man! Like this guy's just incredible. And Liam Harris, another fucking savage too. The way he fights just absolutely destroys people. Crazy elbows, crazy kicks. Um, there was kicks and bunches. His previous fight before this one. You know, he got dropped, I think, three times, and he came back and dropped his opponent and finished his opponent and also got 100 fucking Gs in performance bonuses. Good but, load. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, right? Uh, but, man, that fight was pretty sick. Um, were you able to catch that one? Yeah, I, I was able to watch all the ones uh, on your card, and he just seemed on a different level out there. Like you said, the other guy... 
again, I'm going on. I don't know like the histories of all the fighters uh, like that, you know. But I, I was, uh, I wasn't expecting it to go down that fast. But I mean, that it's so much different than mixed martial arts, the Muay Thai stuff. You know what I mean? Things can move at a little bit different pace because I guess you don't have to what, uh, worry about the takedown or anything like that. You just, just fucking in the box the whole time. Yeah, well, Muay Thai, you can just do whatever you not whatever you want, but there's no there's no grappling whatsoever. But you can uh, knee kick, elbows, clinch, and clinch. You only go over about two seconds, but Nago is one of the best. But what made this fight so exciting? A lot of people don't realize this is that um, you know Nago from Thailand, Liam Harris from the UK. And there's kind of like a little rivalry going on um, from, you know, a lot of uh, different nationalities doing Thai and thinking they have a chance against the best Thai boxers. So these are words from, you know, I've heard from the other Thai fighters is that, you know, Liam Harris, you know, everybody's thought like, man, if 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 a foreigner was going to beat one of our great Thai guys, it will probably be Liam Harris. So. And Nago was like, you think you know Ty? I'm going to show you fucking Ty. And he ended up finishing him. And when he kicked him and locked his, his leg locked up, he blew, he tore his meniscus. He basically kicked him so fucking hard, he ended up tearing his meniscus. God damn. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> That's rough, dude. Yeah, like those Ty guys, like I would never do Ty. I mean, I mean, I did fight Rating in mixed martial arts and, and Muay Thai, but to do like five rounds in Muay Thai, right. I, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I I, I was wondering how much like fight experience these because some of these guys have like records of two hundred and something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, how like what are these other fights like to have? You know, are they just more like uh, sparring sessions that you know are just like technical or? I just don't see how a guy's body can hold up to 200 fights like this, you know, like, well, typically it's brutal. So how it goes, you know, they start fighting when they're young, like fucking 11, 12 years old. Boom. There he goes. He knocks him out with that kick and he tore his meniscus right there. He couldn't get back up. He was like, I'm done. He knew it too. He was like, I'm done. I can't get up. That's a horrible way to go out, man. But when you're getting kicked by now, go like that over and over and over again. It's like, there's nothing you can do. Didn't he have a bad knee too? I heard people say he had a bad knee going into that, or he had like questionable knees, or no, is that not? Is I mean, that not the case. I mean, just like it you looked said, like he was, you know, what I mean, like he was attacking that knee. So, well, it's like you said, you know, when you have like five thousand fights, your your body isn't the best, you know, the best it's going to be. But no, his knees were fine as far as I as far as I knew. You know, it's when you take so many of those leg kicks, eventually something's going to have to give. But Back to the question you had about these guys who have 324 fights and 42 losses and one draw. These guys have been fighting since they're 12 or 11 years old. And in Thailand, sometimes when they fight, they do a lot of betting. Excuse me. Apologize, Apologize about that, ladies and gentlemen. They do a lot of fights. Uh, and when they do these fights, they have to bet. So the first round, they're just chilling. They're just doing their thing, testing their range, just chilling with each other. In the second round, everybody in the crowd starts betting. Once they start betting, and when the bets are set, then the second and third round is when they start going super, super, super hard, right? And a Muay Thai fight is three, three-minute rounds, one-and-a-half-minute breaks, and I think it's four rounds. So with that being said, once they get done, you know, with the, two, the second and third round, the fourth round, when they know they lost or who won, they'll just chill. They'll just chill. So they'll fight like twice, twice or three times in a week just 
like that. So you're fighting truly two rounds, and two rounds are chilling. Right. And that's how they're able to get so many of those, 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 those fights, you know, when they're fighting since they're 14. It makes sense, you know, to be able to have, a, I guess, a league that can sustain itself, you know, setting it up that way so you basically get to get a preview of the... Oh, get a preview of what's going on. So he was on stream for about, I think, seven minutes, and he kicked him out again. So that is something I have to document again. But, yeah, those guys, they get so much of the, the cage time when they're fighting that it's literally, you, it's so hard to compete with those guys who have that much experience. Like, there's nothing you really, I mean, there's nothing you really can do to match it, but eventually, like, you can... Hopefully, get the opportunity to beat one of those guys. But that was the biggest scene going into that fight against Nago and Liam Harris. Is that can a foreigner beat one of the all time greats in Muay Thai in something he's been doing his whole entire life? <clears throat> his whole entire life. All right. We'll wait for Chris to get back on here. As we're waiting for Chris, we'll go ahead and start breaking down my fight against Adrian Marias. There he is again. <clears throat> there you are, baby. You back. I, believe, I I closed down all the browser. I reset the browser itself. So we'll see if it has anything to do with that. Yep, yep. And it seems like you've been uh, on here for eight minutes, eight to nine minutes. So we'll we'll do it again. So it's nine minutes again. So if it drops you out at, yeah. you know, 1230. Oh, just dropped you again. So, huh, interesting. Maybe he's got all that pornography on his, on his computer, and that's why he keeps dropping out. Okay. All right, since Chris is going to figure out what's going on with his issue, we're going to keep it going. All right, we're bringing out my fight against Adriano Marais. This is a great fight. Let's just start there. Very, very great fight between me and Adriano. Got nothing but love for Adriano. I knew it was going to be a tough fight against him. Knew it was. And when I was over there, I put a lot of pressure on myself to go out there and perform and win these fights. Right? And when I was going through the motions during the week for this fight, my teammates kept me super sharp. They kept me focused. And we were able to come away with the victory and, you know, get a stoppage, right? Like, I haven't stopped anybody like that in a long time. But I was super grateful that I was able to, you know, get it done the way it did. And that the fight was kind of competitive as well. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, dude, I can't even watch. I can't even watch some of the fight because I was worried about something's going to happen to you. I said, like, well, of course. It's part of fighting. But I think the biggest thing that I, I was impressed with by myself was just my groundwork on off my back. My uh, there's a lot of things that I want to work on, but you know I was able to be very super active off my back. And right here is when I was able to get that cut as well. Uh, another another thing that was interesting about this fight is that he's so big and long, but he doesn't weigh as much, right? Um, he after the fight we talked and he said, "Hey, I walk about like 145." Um, for me, I've been walking around one. You know, when I'm eating wherever I want, I'll probably get the heaviest is 142. When I start training and dieting, I'll walk around 140. So he, he's, a, he's a bigger guy by five pounds, obviously very taller. I think he's 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, but that was the biggest thing that I felt when he was on top of me is that he's just a big body. And typically when I train in the gym and I'm fighting my teammates, one of my main sparring partner is James Yang, and he fights at 155. Right now he's walking around like 165, 170 on a good day. He's having all that good Chinese food. So just training with a bigger body and him being on top 
I mean, this fight, it was very hard. I'm very happy that I didn't get cut. <clears throat> I didn't get cut open in any of these exchanges when he was beating me up on the ground. I, 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 I you know, give that thanks to my freaking, my skincare resume. Uh, send me a link in Discord. Okay. And he sent Chris, uh, stop sharing. I love as you can just share on your screen. Yeah, 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 no, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> but that's one thing I have to say. I'm very grateful that each time he tried to cut me up on top, my skin stayed nice and intact. It, 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 it didn't, it didn't waver one bit. And I think I should tell him to get off of, um, what's it called? All right, we're going to pause this real quick. Gentlemen, I don't even think we're going to put this one on podcast because the audio was shot. The audio was shot, but it is what it is. Um, Discord. If we keep having the same type of, uh, problems with this then we will not stream it on <clears throat> Zekin. Because we can't be having all this this mess up. We're trying to run a goddamn podcast. We try to we try to start a show. We try to give people content. And we can't give content when we keep having woke ups. Okay. Back to break down the fight. Uh another thing that was dope about this fight that I love was uh how I was so calm in between each round. You know, even though I'm I'm on my back during this fight, I'm able to stay super calm, not worry about anything, and still do a lot of damage from my back. I felt like I did as much damage from my back that I did on my feet. But obviously, you know, the game plan was just to put the pressure on him and, and try to, you know, wear him out, right? I mean, the first fight, I got caught with that fucking uppercut. And once I got caught with that uppercut, Toss your rope. She he blasted me in the face with that knee to ground an opponent, which is legal over there. So, and another thing I said too about this fight is that I'm not gonna do any overhand rights or any uh, shots. There you are. Welcome back. Apology, sensei. Apology, sensei. <laughs> it's all good. It's all I good. Even, I don't even know what. I don't even know what's fucked up. But yeah, I was gonna ask you. Uh, you know, on this fight, was this training camp? harder for you because you said the way you trained was zombie mode basically you know and you basically just had to get your ass whooped the whole fucking time as compared to other fights where you know obviously whether you had won the fight or not you were going to make an adjustment the second time around with anybody right so you know was this one of the harder uh camps that you had leading up to it just from a, a mental standpoint one thousand or are they kind of just all the same you you just no, 1,000% you hit on the, uh, the button. Like, doing things that I'm not very comfortable with in training camp was probably uh, one of the things that I hated. But it, it paid off. Like, how tough uh, the training camp was made this fight, you know, easier than it would have been if I would have stuck to the same thing. I'm like, oh, man, we're just going to try to do X, Y, and Z, you know? Because my conditioning, on one on other hand, was fucking good because... Not at one point in the fight did I feel tired at all. But once, you know, right here, when I'm getting blasted in, in the knees, I told myself when he tried to go for the guillotine, or not the guillotine, but the dart stroke, when he did this right here, I said, I'm not fucking done. And I stood up and started kneeing him in his stomach and kept on fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not fucking done yet. Uh, but yeah, the training camp was probably one of the hardest, just technically wise, super hard. But, you know, conditioning wise, it was probably the easiest 
training camp I had. Gotcha. Well, yeah, you, I mean, despite him getting, um, you know, a dominant position on you a couple different times, you looked completely comfortable no matter what. You know, I, obviously, when you have a guy that, that is that that long, I know you talk about, you know, it's not really about how big a guy is, but his length is what starts to give you problems because he can just grab and get to places where you can't use your burst normally where you could, you know. Um, so with him being on top, knowing that he can't, you know, you 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 knew you were going to be in that position it looked like, and then, like, you did such good work from the bottom, you know. Uh, it's one of those things that a real mixed martial artist fans, you'll hear, you'll hear him say that, like, you know, yeah, he was on top of you for two minutes. He couldn't pass guard and he got his ass beat. So is that is that something that you kind of, you know, figured for? Like, look, if I make a mistake, he's probably going to take me down. I'm going to be on my back. Or is that just something that, you know, you just go with the flow with? Just go with the flow. I mean, obviously, you don't I don't want to be on my back. Like When I watch this, I'm like, man, I'm on my back way too long. But at the same time, I'm doing a lot of damage. And there goes Chris again. I'm doing a lot of damage from my back. And with that being said, Obviously, if somebody, you know, I said it earlier, if he was more inclined to pass guard a lot faster, then I think I would have been more in the urgency to get back to my feet. But the first and the second round, he does pass my guard. And the other thing I thought to myself, I said, dude, now when I get taken down, it's not from somebody doing a double leg takedown, right? It's never a double leg takedown anymore. It's like me throwing a kick, them catching it, and them running me to the ground. So that, that's another thing I need, I need to watch out for. But at the same time, I like the kick. It forces him to fight. It's a it's a good body kick. It, it gets him to engage. So at the end of the day, the reason why I'm so comfortable off my back is because this is fighting, right? It's 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 part of fighting. Do I go in there and not kick and be like, oh, I'm so worried about him taking me down? Or I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna kick. And if I if I land the kick, I land the kick. If I don't land the kick, then you know I'm able to just go about doing my thing. So that, that's that's one of the biggest things that um. I was I was running into and why he kept taking me down. <clears throat> All right, let's go to the finisher sequence, which is one of my favorite things of the fight. The finish the finisher sequence is probably like probably a highlight of my career that will always be one of my favorites. Just man, like the movement, the setup, the fakes, the coming up and down, landing the right hand and able to land the flying knee was just. Treatment. It keeps booting me. I have to, no idea why. Rip. I don't know why it does that either. But just showing himself, boom. And you can see if you watch the fight all over again, I'm slowly working my way to that that finishing sequence. I'm always pressing forward. I'm always throwing, you know, showing the front kick, you know, because he's he likes to, you know, move away. So I show the front kick. If he stays there, then I'm gonna throw the front kick in order to land it. But he always moves away, so I'm just kind of slowly throwing that front kick out there. <clears throat> It could be when adding video clips. Yeah, I don't think it's when I'm adding video clips because we're already in there. So we'll see right now, Batman Benny. I'm gonna we're gonna skip ahead and we're gonna do bat we're gonna do uh Call of Booty. I want you to break that game down for us. That way we can get excited about it to see using it moving well, not you moving it, but playing it moving forward. Oh shit, this is the third round. Shit, I thought it was the fourth round. All right, I'm gonna scoot forward a little more. Here we go. It was like two minutes left in the fight. Right here, when he, right here, I kick him, and he tries to grab my foot, and I was like, no, I can't let him take me down again. Right here, boom, I was like, I cannot allow him to take me down again. If he would have taken me down, that would have been horrible. Like, even right there, I fell down. 
I've been so pissed off. I would have got taken down again because then I'm like, great. Now I have to play off my back and get up again. But he didn't get me down. So we're able to move. But right here, still moving, moving, using angles. He got me with a good elbow right there. A great elbow. Hit me in the back of the head right here. Well, this, this equilibrium spot. Ooh, that was a good check by your boy here. Moving. Good right hand. Left hand, right hook. Well, left hook, right hand. Moving around. Always moving. Always keeping a target. Move like a butterfly. Sting like a bee. And I feel like I truly did that in this finish sequence. We got right here. Okay. Moving around. Testing them out. Okay. Making move. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nope. Nope. Nothing yet. Mm-hmm. Left hand. Right hand again. There it is. You saw that? You saw that? You saw that? Watch this sequence right here. Right here. Here it comes. Left. Left. Left foot up. Left hand coming. Right? But he didn't bite. He didn't bite. He didn't bite. He kept on moving away. Right? Showing elevation change. Moving. Excuse me. Showing stuff. Showing stuff. Excuse me. Moving. Testing that distance. Testing that distance. Here we go. Inside nine. Good kick. And then right here, same thing. Then right there, I knew it was over, man. I knew it was over, but great fight against Adrian Reyes, man. I, I truly loved, loved sharing the cage with him. Right? Because I'm sure... I'm sure he's going to be back. I'm sure we're going to do a rematch and we're going to have to fight him again. And this time, I'm going to be just as sharp, quicker, faster, better, smarter, and whatever else I got to say to make it sound cool and all that good shit. Would he do great in the UFC? He would do. I think he'd do phenomenal in the UFC. Maybe he'd be world champion, to be honest with you guys. I think he would be world champion. Just because... You know, one, he's got a great skill set. Two, he's well-rounded. And three, you know, he is a big flyweight. Like, if he had to make 125, I don't know how he would do, but I, I'm sure he would do very, very, very well. That's a lot of weight to cut. A lot of weight to cut. So we're going <clears> to, <throat> real quick, while we're waiting, I'm going to answer some of the questions in the chat. This is something different we're going to be doing. Hopefully, Chris can get his thing back on don't know what's going on but we'll, we'll fix that in the future so um what is the best way to use body shots efficiently best way to use body shots efficiently i would say going for the liver liver or solar plex are the best way to utilize it right because when you hit somebody in the liver it shuts down the whole body or the solar plex and if you're able to land one of those bad boys it's it's basically going to you know, neutralize their breathing. It just fucks up the whole system. So if you can aim for those, those two things, surplex and liver, then you're Gucci. I'm sure people out there who goes, but that's the whole body. That's the, the, the solar plex and the liver. That's the two main shots. No, you get the belly button. You got the, you know, the other side of the liver where if you don't, if you hit those things, it doesn't really pay as much dividends if you hit the liver. Uh, what is... The thing that motivates you most to stay on top. Honestly, it's what, what I do to pay my bills, man. Like everything you see in this, well, you don't see everything, but this mic, the mixer board, the lights, the three monitors, the two PCs, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to, you know, afford all this stuff if I was working at your, you know, nine to five job. So I, I love competing. It's always been a 
big, big, big passion of mine. And just to be able to do it, you know, around the world, it's, 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 it's a huge motivation. So I truly appreciate it. And to do something like this, you know, Nerds of Leisure, Leisure was something that we wanted to do and talk about, you know, mixed martial arts. Because I really don't like talking about mixed martial arts when I'm streaming on Twitch. I really don't like doing it. I like just playing video games and chilling and relaxing and just doing my thing. But, you know, with Nerds of Leisure is kind of like a, I put myself in a position where I just sit back, kick back, relax, and just talk about anything and whatever we want. You know, some of the stuff that, you know, makes us happy. So, all right, we're going to move on. We're going we're gonna to break down. Uh, we're going to bring in one of our special guests, Batman Benny. He's been part of the, the, the game, the, the community for so, 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 so long. He's also a streamer. He loves playing Call of Booty, a.k.a. Call of Duty. He loves playing it. And he's telling us we should get hyped. He's telling every single one of us out there in the world we should get hyped for Call of Duty that's coming out here in November and December, right? He's going to be joining us here in a second. Batman Benny, raise your hand. We'll bring you into the chat and bring you into the stream. And I, I want you to tell us why we need to get excited for Call of Duty. Because ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you guys. I've been playing Call of Duty since 2012 when, when, when it first came out, okay? And when it first came out, it was revolution. It was like a revolution. Revolutionized, whatever you want to call it. It was dope. Just because, you know, you're running back and forth. The graphics looked amazing. You're jumping. You're jumping left and right. You're sniping. It was just legit. Legit, legit. And then it came out with Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Then Modern Warfare 2. And then you had Advanced Warfare. Then you had Black Ops. Black Ops 2, Black Ops 3. Then you went back. And then I remember he kept going back and forth to Treyarch and a different uh, developer. And I remember people would be more excited for Treyarch than over uh, the other one. I forget, who, who was the other developer? Do you guys know? I'm not sure. I can't remember who the other developer was, but I remember Trey, Treyarch was one of the big ones that everybody used to love. And I actually did work on one of the Call of Duties I believe it was the last one that Dr. Disrespect was working on the maps with. But, man, the very beginning was good. Then it happened. Infinity Ward. That's what it was called. Infinity Ward. Thank you. Jake sleeps. Jake sleeps Mayweather. That's hilarious. Activision and Infinity Ward. Those were the two that went back and forth. And I think when it did that, you know, people would get excited for either one but once they went the route of battle royale it went the route of battle royale and that's when it just put a sour taste in my mouth one you're jumping from fucking roof to roof like you're batman cutting your parachute and redeploying your parachute really really like they made the game super chaotic and here's chris he needs back boys he's back welcome back chris Thank you. I reset all the um, permissions on the browser, so I I don't I have no idea what how long was that last time. I, I, I for no. To be, honest, to, to be honest with you, man, I forgot you were in here. I, 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 I was there. I'm watching. I'm like I'm like this is a pretty good show, you know, man. Like man, it's good to be on this show one day. Uh, <laughs> that's all good, man. Yeah, it's all I, good. I don't know. I've been going through the browser permissions. It just doesn't make any sense why it just it literally like it's like a it's like a an auto boot or kick you know yeah like i don't lose any anything else but 
It's all good. Well, we'll see. All right, we got you. Got me for about four minutes, baby. Let's okay. go. Okay. Well, we're gonna test it out because we got our 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 our, our leading expert, uh, Batman Benny. Yeah. Batman Benny on Call of Duty. You know, Batman Benny. First off, tell everybody what you what your name is, what you do, and how they can find you before you get started on your expertise so, on Call of Duty. Batman Benny. I stream on Twitch, <laughs> and you know, you're right about taking other platforms because right now you are doing phenomenal on youtube baby shout out to everybody in the chat all the likes subs and everything like that everybody watching we appreciate it uh yeah batman benny on all socials and everything like that you know that's what we do and of course we game on call of duty that's the game that i love that's the game that i've been playing for quite some time he loves Tarkov. every Don't time i try lie. to walk away from it i go right back to it but you know, it's it's just a love hate relationship. Same thing as how Gamepad loves Madden. You know, mm. I mean, like, I basically mm. for me, I was brainwashed to to play Madden. Like, I would if you wouldn't introduce me to Madden, I would never play that shit. But since I had to play it when I was such a young kid, I was indoctrinated into football and Madden. So I'm just a victim of circumstance, y'all. That's how so, we go down with Madden. <laughs> I feel that, bro. I but what the new? <laughs> so so the new one that's coming out is Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, right? Correct. Modern Warfare 2, okay. Modern Warfare 2 comes out October 28th. Okay. Right? And then we have Warzone 2. The leak date is November 16th. Yeah. And the leak date, like, when it's actually coming out? Or you're talking about, like... It is a leaked date for Warzone 2. Gotcha. It's not not an official date Mm -hmm. as of that I know. Gotcha. When I did my research. Okay. And so, so what are the biggest things that we can see different from this game compared to the last fucking 15? So just like when you were talking about the developers and everything like that, right? Yep. On this game, the new engine, I believe it's called IW 9.0, mm. and it was co-developed by Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer Games. So Sounds you're like saying you the all three? You said all three of them were working together with this one? Correct. Oh, okay, okay, go on. You got first, first, first. You have my attention. Now you have my curiosity. How many kids in the kitchen? You already know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna fuck it you up. Know, the thing about um with this one, right, with it being on a new engine, everybody has the opportunity to pretty much jump into Call of Duty as a completely new FPS game, right? It obviously has the name of the game that most people love in the Call of Duty franchise, but by it finally being on a new engine that they all worked on together, all the games going forward will be on that engine, of course, like any any other COD, but it's going to live up to the standards of the games that are out nowadays and in the future. Is there any crossover whatsoever? Like when I'm going into this new Warzone, is there any trace of my Warzone like characters or anything from, you know, the last ones? Or is this a clean slate, brand new game? That shit don't have nothing to do with this type of shit. Clean slate. Wow. It is a clean slate. You're not All getting any of your skin back. Oh, nothing. Lord. No. Oh, Rip. Can I see these people? There's got to be a loophole. Like, this ain't right now. They, they, this is how Apple does it. Just why I don't like Apple, bro. But so that oh, don't count. Jesus, uh, Mary and Joseph. Make, we're going to make a Fortnite part three. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys get excited in September. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the same concept with Madden, you know? You, all them packs that people buy, you're not oh, getting them the next year over and an over, absolute, are you? It's an absolute rip. Uh, I mean, like, to me, uh, as far as the FPS genre, Call of Duty is the Madden of the FPS genre. They just, like, 
they're that name and they can do whatever they want and it doesn't fucking matter if it sucks if it isn't because that like again the next year's next year we're gonna get you hype about it you know what i mean it's so like like dj said well like what's gonna be different than the last 15 um so i feel like madden and call of duty have a lot of similar themes where it's like they can put out a trash product for a couple years and be like fuck it like we're making a good one this time but like if it doesn't, then they're like, whatever. It's like you can't defeat them. They're not going out of business. It's all, you have basically had one choice on console, and that was Call of Duty. And then if you wanted to get silly, you played Battlefield with the vehicles, right? Outside right. of that, you know, you had to be like a Star Wars nerd playing Battlegrounds or some shit. So Call of Duty is one of those things where it's like, it, even if it sucks, people are still going to play it. Well, I think – so I, I get worried about, you know, this – clean slate war zone two, whatever you know i think i think you're being very negative chris i think it's free to play th this is a good thing that you know bad bending is bringing to my attention is that you have three developers coming together and bringing br getting together and recreating a brand new agent specifically based on you know for call of duty you know it's not running on the unreal 5 engine which is the, the newest engine i believe that's coming out here pretty soon but for those three to come together and you know give a fresh new look in the game kind of gets me excited like i'm sitting here watching some of the gameplay and i'm like dude this this actually looks fucking good like it looks like they're stepping up the engine based on where the graphics cards are at right because right now i think the, the strongest graphic card is nvidia gtx uh gtx 3080 ti or 3090 ti and you know the playstation 5 is the newest console which i know the graphics card in that is super super high as well so I don't know. I mean, I think at the end of the day, as long as they can do a good job with the multiplayer, like get back to what made Call of Duty so fucking special. Team Deathmatch, Ground War. That's what I was gonna bring to you. I was gonna Team say, Deathmatch, Ground War. I mean, what, what what has Call of Duty? What was it the best? Right? It was that, and they strayed away from that. And so, like, it's not negativity. I got questions because I love the franchise myself, right? But now we're gonna be. Is is all of this game gonna just be a you know battle royale? Like, what are the other options, Benny? That they're, they're bringing yeah, forth as far as that's why we got Benny here. Back the same maps or, or <laughs> what? All right. So <laughs> the thing is, right? How Call of Duty straight away? I I'm, I want to say most so they adapted, right? Because with the battle royale coming out, it's like that is the go-to game. When it, especially with Fortnite, it just it changed gaming mm -hmm. and. That like you would get that hype on Search and Destroy and Call of Duty, or just playing Domination or Hardpoint. You, you'll have fun, but as time went on, you just wanted that 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 feeling. Like when you're in a top three situation, top two situation in a battle royale, you your your blood is flowing. You're you're excited. You you, you want to get the win. You got to get the win. And then as time now is going on. Battle Royales is all about high kill games now because it now everybody you know has pretty much uh, became a pro at. But then there's of course the new era, which is the Tarkov era, right? Mm. Now that how Tarkov is now we have the Cycle Frontier, Call of Duty. Now I believe there's a a few NFL players kind of leaked it. They took a little screenshot. It's called DMZ. Right, mm -hmm. so that is a mode that's going to be coming out with Warzone Two. It will not be coming out during uh, MW Two in October twenty eighth. It's going to come out with Warzone Two, and it's going to have a Tarkov system where it's you're going into the map, you're looting, all that type of stuff. There's little information when it comes to that mode, 
but it is in fact um true that that mode is there because of the leaks and also i believe if you go to reserve the game or you type in a, a warzone 2 at gamestop you'll see in the description about dmz so that's where it's really going to be exciting because you're going to have multiplayer which is going to have new maps and also i believe all the old maps in the modern warfare games right Mm. uh it's going to have the best realistic gameplay in call of duty right you got new field upgrades similar to i would say um rainbow six siege you got tactical camera drill charge ddos device couple new uh, multiplayer modes not 100 percent sure on re- where they're really going with it maybe they're trying to get a new competitive feel or just something more fun um the new attachment system in the game is absolutely going to be phenomenal so let's say you put a foregrip on your gun right yep you'll have a uh, greater recoil control but also ads uh, speed will be decreased but now with the new attachment system you're going to be able to adjust that so let's say, you know, let's say right before it was just 50-50. You, you have better, better recoil control and slow ADS speed. Well, now you can actually move the slider over so whether you can want more recoil control or less recoil control so you can affect the pros and cons on your attachments. Wow. I know people were uh, fans of spec, uh, spec Ops and the uh, MW series. That's coming back. And those that are fans of the campaign, the game is going to take place three years, of course, after continuation of MW 2019. Damn. Well, I think the biggest thing, so what you're telling me is that they're making it super, super uh, customization-wise on the gun to see, you put that foregrip on there, if you want to have a less recoil or more ADS, right? Because I think that's a lot of things that people want to have the option to do. Uh, and I'm so shocked that they still do single player. Do you play the single player uh, game on, you know, when, when you play, that's a no. Look at that smile, ladies and gentlemen, that's a no. <laughs> well, it's a biased thing. For, it's a biased thing for me, right? Because, um, you know, I, I came up with the X in the Xbox 360 online play. So being in a party mode and being on online multiplayer, it was, you wanted to just go have fun with your friends. Right. And yeah. I completely abandoned the campaign series and everything. But from my research and the community, this the MW 2019 campaign was phenomenal. And this was going to be just as good, if not better, because the AI in this Call of Duty is by far the most realistic AI that you're going to see. Whereas it, they're literally going to be mimicking military personnel. Mm. So your AI is going to be peeking corners. Moving around, they're actually going to value their life, as they say. That sounds like that sounds like the Matrix, like all the fucking uh, agents. <laughs> they value their life. I mean, not for nothing. It, you know, it, it. I mean, as it should, right? We're in twenty twenty two, right? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you know, we got gaming has to. They have to set the bar. They got to go back to really putting the time and effort into these games. We know you got to make the money. We get it, but. If you just invest a little more time and effort, you're just going to create something beautiful where it's just going to keep us hooked. <laughs> well, I mean, I think when you said that, they got to invest some more money. I mean, the money's are going to come through, right? Because like you said, like you and Chris said, Call of Duty is a staple, just like Madden. It's always going to continue to produce money. And they're always going to have that reoccurring, you know, life 
lifelong fan of the the franchise. So I think them, you know, just throwing one, like I said, the biggest thing in three of the people coming together, the developers coming together to create this engine specifically for this game is pretty fucking cool. And two, you know, with the AI, I mean, we got fucking cars driving themselves nowadays, right? So I think, yes, you're right. Yeah. They, they can they can get the AI up to the roof. That way you can make it super, super, super hard, right? Super hard to you play. You have a Tesla, right? I do have a Tesla. It is not driving. Oh, it, 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 it does not drive me because I've seen fucking Total Recall and that that taxi driver try to kill Arnold when he didn't want to pay the fucking ticket. So, do you think I watched that movie? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh, let me share real quick. This is this is why we have Batman. Batman Vinny doesn't watch no movies. He he thought Predator One was I horrible. Watched- he thought Predator One was horrible. I watch movies. Yeah, he watches movies, not good ones. He hasn't seen. He saw Predator One. We we got him to watch on Amazon. We we loaned him one and two. He watched two. He said that both those movies. You said they were garbage, right? I gave them six out of ten. Six out of ten. Yeah, that's decent. In my book, those fucking movies go hard. They go ten out of ten. Easy, easy. So when we asked him, like, "Hey, have you seen this? Have you seen this?" He goes, "Come on, guys. You, you know what I say." So. I'm pretty sure uh, somebody says, oh, I don't like this guy. Uh, <laughs> Who said that? Uh, his name is R. <laughs> I mean, Total Recall. Have you seen? You saw Total Recall. We talked about it. Remember I told you you should watch it? Not no, the, you didn't tell me to watch that. Okay, you need to go watch Total Recall. Watch Total Recall. Is it free? I don't know. It should be free. Don't watch Where? the new one. Do not watch the Colin Farrell one. That one was absolutely, you know... It was. It, it was. Just, I'm not even gonna bring that one up. Watch the first one with Arnold. That movie was absolutely amazing. Like you would not. If you don't think that movie is good, you I'm can't a, hype these movies. Like, how old is this movie? This movie came out in the '80s. See, this is the thing, DJ. You can't <laughs> hype up a movie. What's that? Okay, from so I, I, I'm long a... ago. That's like me telling you, dude. You should have played this game back in PlayStation. I'm telling you, you have to play. You haven't played it. Get on. Get on the game right now. You're gonna be like, what? The, this looks like shit. That's not true. That's not true. If you told if you told me to play Legend of the Gaia for PlayStation One, I would be all nuts and balls about it, dude. But I'm telling you, <laughs> Total Recall, Total Recall One, dude. It's amazing. You would not be disappointed. Go watch it. it. It it was way ahead of its time. Total Recall, ladies and gentlemen. Total Recall. All right, Total Recall. Okay, uh, okay so, so we still got you here. Let's talk about uh, the Sandman. The Sandman. Did you watch that? You finished it. What'd you I think? Did. What'd you think? I did finish it. Yeah. It was, so it was eleven episodes, correct? Yep. And you highly insisted that I watch this show. Yep. Go on. It was pretty. It was pretty fucking good. Woo! Pretty good. I was highly, highly surprised on how good it was. Like, see, like, this is another. Like, mind you, I had to watch everyone Lord of the Rings. Okay, I don't know about y'all, but those movies are long as hell, right? And I'm glad I stuck through it. Because I really enjoyed Lord of the Rings, um, I just couldn't believe how well the, the the show was. You know, there was some episodes where, for me, uh, shows that like I, I don't I'm not used to watching. 
and just a roller coaster of emotions. You really don't know what the next scene is going to entail, and it just keeps going and going and going. And once you think, at least for me, I'm like, all right, I know what's going to happen next. I know what's going to happen next. I was still second guessing myself on what's going to happen, you know, and that's what was really exciting. And as soon as the episode was done, on to the next one. I was ready to watch the next one and the next one. And now that I'm all caught up, I would give it a solid eight, nine out of 10 for sure. And the only reason why I even say that is because it's just not something I'm even used to watching, right? Uh, shows like that. Other than that, I would say in somebody that's interested in, in uh, those type of things, whereas like, what is it? The um, uh, gods and all that stuff, it would 10 out of 10 for sure. I could definitely see no problem somebody uh grading a 10 out of 10 wow wow can you believe that ladies and gentlemen a 10 out of 10 from sandman from our truly bad man benny wow, That's wow. Is, is the feedback still there yeah it's there it's when you bring your mic down you can hear it oh yep it's still there well, I'm, I'm just gonna leave you boys in peace for this one. Obviously, it ain't it ain't in the cards for me because I'm on like uh, what what do we do this here? Now I hear it sound like you're in a uh, car. <laughs> it sound like I'm in the car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. down the street. <laughs> All right, blessings on your house, gentlemen. Bless on your house, baby. Oh, we'll damn. get you back in next week. We're gonna. All right, baby. Uh, that's 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 crazy to think that you gave this movie. The show, 10 out of 10, I thought it was also good. I thought it did a good job from the storytelling from the very beginning to the very end. And I think nowadays you're starting to see a lot more shows go the route of, what's that, buddy? Going the route of telling a story instead of doing a movie, right? Like, if they would have made The Sandman a movie, <clears throat> then I don't think it would be as good and as in-depth that it, it, it was on the Netflix series, right? But with them being able to tell a story within 11, 11 shows, you can really, you know, tell a story between each character, right? Like you have the Sandman, a.k.a. What, what was his, um, I forget what his name is, the, the King of Dreams. Lord Morpheus. Lord Morpheus. Then you have Death. You know, they did each episode on every single character. I go upstairs, buddy. <clears throat> on each character. So you kind of got to pick and choose who your favorite was. And then you can like be attached and involved of the story of how it plays out, right? Like my favorite part of the story was the man who didn't want to die, and he met him at the Dude, bar. That is the guy. Spoiler, you know, there's, 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 yeah, there's you go ahead, it, spoiler, because man, everybody, everybody knows we we've already listen, talked about it. So listen. I was I was waiting. I was like, "What was your best part?" It was that that dude, the part where where he came back and he lost everything, and I'm like, "Oh, this motherfucker's gonna want to die, right?" You know what I mean? He's gonna be like, "Fuck it, I'm done." He's like, "Whoa, what do you think? Are you kidding me? Of course I don't." This I was like, "Dude, fucking epic, bro. Epic. I'm sorry for the, the mic crack, but like that it, that part, I had me geeking. That episode, I actually, have that episode down." Where I was like, "Holy crap!" Out of all the episodes, it was one uh, that was the one that I really enjoyed the most. Yeah. I think just out of a comedic standpoint, but how much of a story it tells too. Because what a question that is, right? Would you like to stay alive forever? Yep. You know, yep. and to go through that roller coaster every hundred years to meet with with Morpheus, dude. Like, wow, that was it's just 
phenomenal episode phenomenal yeah. episode and i think the biggest thing too like you said that's the question that we've all asked ourselves like if we can live for eternity and never die right just 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 us solely you know your children your wife everybody in your life is you're gonna outlive them and then you'll never be able to get a chance to you know you get to see them be raised have kids and their kids etc cetera, etc cetera, but you'll be alive forever so i think how they told that gentleman's story and how they kept on meeting and like you said how he lost everything and then he gained it all back and then now in like 2022 he buys a pub and then he's like hey we're meeting here and for him to keep on going even though morpheus stopped going when he was locked up and you know i think it kind of showed how morpheus you know when he talks to his siblings he's more humanized but then once you know he had that falling out with you know his friend at the time the guy he was meeting every hundred years it was kind of like he was above the humans right where right. the reason why we're there is because of the humans just to serve them to serve their purpose and then when he finally went back to have a, a good old beer with his good friend, that that was like, okay, I'm on board. Like this, like from the very beginning to the very end, the show was absolutely amazing. From him getting his powers back, him running to Constantine, him fighting his, you know, his siblings, fighting Lucifer. I was just like, wow, wow, they did a really fucking good job on this on this show. So. I'm happy you liked yes, it, no. too. I'm happy you liked I'm it. I'm happy I liked it also because I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at the timestamps on the episodes. One was like 50 minutes. The other one was like 40. Another one was 50. I'm like, oh, man, I really got to go through all this shit right now. <laughs> but, but Benny was, Benny was like, oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait for the next episode. Man, Anna, get my, get my stuff. Sit down and watch this with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, on the first episode, right, I'm just saying, I'm like, all right, when the hell – and how the hell is he going to break out of this damn glass ball, right? <laughs> and as soon as they rolled that fucking wheelchair over the damn thing, and he just looked oh. and walked the spell uh, on the on the ground that, that trapped him, yep. as soon as they broke that, I was like, ooh, he's about to come out, son. I was like, oh, man, it's about to be great. Yeah. you know. And just the show just has a message within a message. Those messages end up just somehow, some way, circling back over to just continue on explaining the story story in a story is keeping you hooked engaged where now you're pinpointing things like oh this happened in this episode and now it's also correlating to this like, for instance now um you know towards the end with the uh, the great grandmother she was the one that was asleep the whole time right yep and it just so happens the vortex is a great granddaughter all this stuff but then it's related to now uh morpheus's uh was it brother Yep. Um, the siblings. Desire. I was like, dude, uh, just great show. Yeah. Great show. I, so now, when is the next episode or next season? So, as of right now, they, you know, Chris just confirmed, he said they might not do a season two, which is unfortunate because I think that's catering to a very niche market. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a very, very old school comic book that they wow. did a live, you know, live adaptation of it. But right now they're saying they might not do season two if it doesn't get enough views or whatever. So, but I'm on board. If they do season two, I'm watching it. I'm going to get the popcorn. It's, you know, it's a hard thing. Well, fuck. You don't like Predator 1 or Predator 2 or Aliens or any of that shit. I watched the old ass movie. What do you mean? Like the concept (laughs) of of it is great. So if I had to put myself back as, you know, as a kid, and I watched that, I would be mind blown. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Especially with the second one. Wait, wait, is it the second one? When you fight Sandy Glover? That, that one was just like, eh, I don't know. I just feel like 
I felt like they, you know, like Hangover 2 type deal. You know what I mean? They just threw that, gotcha. that movie out there. Gotcha. We're, we're, we will pretend you didn't say that. Hey, don't worry. We can say that. <laughs> um, and also, you know, Netflix are balling on a budget, so they got to make sure that the, the shows that they make, it does very, very good. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, let's just, I'm, 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 if you don't mind, I hope you have the time. I'm going to keep you here with me as, as a co, the, 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 the substitute co-host um, or, or special guest. Uh, Special guest. W- let's move right into it. Like the ring of power. What are the rings, right? We're not going to, we'll just talk about the things that we want to see in the show. I want to watch the first 30 minutes of Lord of the Rings, but you just finished the Lord of the Rings series, right? Uh, Not that long ago. Yeah. Lord Lord my brain doesn't really work that great. So I can't remember. <laughs> but you've seen much. one, but two, three. Great. Great. Yep. Right. So, I mean, those right there, the earth or the realm that you're in, ecosystem of lord of the rings is just so massive and vast right you have lord of the rings uh, fellowship of the ring two towers and return of the king and then you have the hobbit and the desolation of smog and then the three wars and then now we're going way <clears throat> way in time excuse me before time ring of power and to you know transition this from the netflix that might not be do a season two of the sandman Amazon has came out and said that if Lord of the Rings Ring of Power does not do very well, they will not renew another season. They are committed to five seasons. But if they do not do well, they said already that they will not keep throwing money in this pile. Hello, sexy mama. You look good as fuck. Eat you up like a snack. Not you, Benny. I'm talking to the wife. But, uh, oh, damn. <laughs> they, 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 they've, already, they've already said that. That it cost them $1 billion, $1 billion to do this show. So Really? Yeah, they said if we, if we cannot get this done, if it's not the way we want it, then we're not, we're not going to continue to just throw money at it, right? So I can respect that. But you just finished Lord of the Rings. What, do you, what are you excited about? Or what do you want to see, you know, basically in this show that's coming up? Well, right now I'm looking at the audience ratings and summary, and it's right now at a 3.1 in the stars. So based off of your first 30 minutes. A 3.1 out of um, what, though? Out of five. That's pretty good. That's halfway there. It is halfway there. That's halfway there. What I would like to see, uh, you know, I mean, we live in a day and age, right, where when you're spending your time, and mind you, we know that a lot of people don't have time, but then there's people that do have enough time. It's just that we have an abundance of convenience. We can instantly watch and bounce off to anything. You don't like something in 10 seconds, you can switch over to a whole new uh, you know, provider, whether it's Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, Hulu, all these shows, no commercials, nothing. So you really need to be able to – just get a hold of somebody. Get them intrigued. What is it that Lord of the Rings can do? To be honest with you, I'm not sure. I'm actually excited to find out. <laughs> he said, I'm what? not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure because the thing is, you know, for me, when I look at it, right, I don't really watch shows like this, right? Now, when I watch Lord of the Rings, I really had to force myself to get into it. And then when I did, I was, I was satisfied and happy. So now, it, does this show, it takes place uh, plenty of years before the movies, correct? Yes, that's correct. So is it like is it supposed to give me like an origin on specific things that happened throughout the movie? Because I would love to see like, you know, 
where certain certain uh, characters either started or how they might have, you know, became to light in in the movie series and everything like that. That way, I can have some type of connection yeah, to the show. Yeah. So you know, I, I don't know too much about it. Like I said, I've only seen the very first thirty minutes of the first episode, and Amazon came out with two episodes or hour hour long. And the biggest okay. thing, you know, going into this is that I think the only character that we've been exposed to so far that's already in Lord of the Rings, I believe she's in, you know, one, two, and three, is Gondelia. I, I might have said her name absolutely wrong. I might have murdered it. But you you kind of follow her story, right? And then obviously the all bad boy supreme is uh, Sauron. And it's kind of that story. You're kind of following, at the very beginning, you're kind of following the story of Gondelia pursuing Sauron. And that's that's where we're at right now. Right, I, I no spoilers. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm super excited about it because just what they've done so far with Middle Earth, with the Hobbit, and the Fellowship of the Ring. I mean, the the universe is so massive. It's kind of like Star Wars, right? I mean, Star Wars has you know such a mess. I know you haven't seen it, Benny. We ain't gotta go on that, but <laughs> you hear that, Chad? You hear that? He hasn't fucking oh, seen no man. Star Wars. You know what? It's okay though. We still love you here. We still love you. We, right, we, we always love our baby. Right. So it's just like Star Wars. Star Wars has such a mass universe that you can you, you can do a story on anything, right? I mean, right now, Disney Plus, they did uh, The Mandalorian. They're doing Andor. They're doing so many different things. Shit, they made a movie about how did we get the, how did the, the Rebellion get the, the plans of the Death Star? So back to Ring of Power. That they have such a big universe with Lord of the Rings that I think them doing the Ring of Power, obviously Amazon doing it, them having the money, the backing of it, it should kill it, right? With Amazon now having the streaming rights to NFL Thursday Night Football, there's no way you fuck this up, right? Let's think about this. There's no way you fuck this up. Every Thursday night, everybody's going to go to their TV and turn on Amazon Prime, Prime Video, which your boy just spot on. If you haven't seen that fight, go back and watch it, right? <laughs> Prime Video, super easy. Everybody has Amazon Prime. Everybody wants same-day shipping or next-day shipping, right? So Correct. the biggest thing about Prime Video is that it's free. It's already inside. I think it's 100 bucks or 200 bucks a, month, a year you get Prime shipping. Then with that being said, you get all this free content. You get Amazon Music and you get Amazon Videos, right? So if they did it smart, Thursday night when you have the football, you run a trailer or a commercial that makes you check out the two brand new episodes of Lord of the Rings, Ring of Power. I don't know what the, the concurrent viewer is on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime, but it's got to at least be 200,000, 400, 500,000 people watching fucking football. It costs them $0 to advertise one of the shows or series that they are producing during live football. Like, how can you mess that up? That's like, it breaks my heart that they're like, oh man, you know, we're running it, you know, give it five seasons or whatever. But I, I, so far, I've watched 30 minutes of the very first episode and I'm, I'm hooked. I can't wait to watch the rest of it. Like, I'm like, I can't wait. I, I literally can't wait. NFL was concurrent. Uh, NFL Amazon Prime NFL debut draws 1 million viewers. 1 million average. viewers. Average, yep. right? So that's one million concurrent viewers. If you can get, you know, half of that, five hundred thousand people watching that, 
And the beautiful thing is that it's on video on demand. You don't have to watch it on one sitting, right? Like you said, it's all about time, right? If you have the time, watch it. It's, you're already paying for it. It's free. Why not watch it? So if they, I think they're going to kill it. If they can just keep on producing the content and they don't release all their video, their shows like they do with Netflix, but I'm excited about it, man. I, I can't wait to finish watching it. For sure. I mean, I'm excited to, to dive into it and see how it is because I'm already going to, watch it with like one foot in one foot out right so if you can't get me to stick around the first episode then well clearly you did something wrong that's fucking true <laughs> that's fucking true um okay the next topic so if you guys get a chance watch lord of the rings ring of power um absolutely amazing amazing show even though i'm only seen 30 minutes of it but the concept of lord of the rings i'm all fucking about it i'm always gonna be about lord of the rings um other topic we have is Elden Ring. Have you ever played Elden Ring? <laughs> no. So uh this was I guess right after Rotang, I think. Mm -hmm. Or right before Rotang you're playing Elden Ring. Uh you you I asked if you're gonna play Elden Ring. I think Vargas got it. And I was just like, man, I, I wanna play Elden Ring because you can do co-op and stuff, and I've never uh played Dark Souls or anything, so I'm like, I would be nice to have somebody there to kind of like help me out with that game. <laughs> Because I'll tell you this right now, when I watch you go through it, I'll laugh. But at the same time, I feel your pain because I'm like, dude, he's been playing these games forever, right? Grinded through all of them, banged them out. You know, the success of just getting through one boss at a time, you know, is just so exhilarating. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. Game is, <laughs> game is like insanity. Like, I keep doing the same shit every day. I got like three hours on one boss right now, and it's literally just... I, I feel like I'm in the middle of the tunnel. There's I see the light, but I don't know if I'm ever gonna make it to the end of the tunnel with the first boss. Like I wish I would have played Elden Ring when it first came out because I felt like the hype was real. The hype was absolutely truly real. And I feel like I skipped out on the hype because I didn't want to follow on that trend of streaming the newest game or the hottest game out right now just to look for views. You know what I mean? Um right. I, I think with me coming back to it now, I realized I missed you know, obviously a great opportunity to stream it when everybody else was streaming it. But then again, you know, I, I felt like it wasn't the right time to do it because I felt like I would be playing it because I'm forced to be playing to play. It. That makes sense. It makes sense to a degree, right? Because when you're saying forcing views, right, you look at it in the, in the standpoint of we're talking about shows that are hot right now, right? Episodes that just, like came out. So it's the same concept. If a game comes out, it's not about you're going for views because, you know, you're you, right? That's a game that you've loved, that, that that type of genre. Dark Souls, like, you talk about it so highly. So to give – you get, you got to give yourself some, some more credit there on – it's not that you're going on that game, the hottest game on Twitch or whatever the case may be for views. It's, you know, hey, this is what's out. You got to enjoy it. You know what I mean? If it, there's a bunch of people doing so, then whatever. There's a bunch of people doing so at the same time. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think now if they did Elden Ring 2, I think I'll jump on that bandwagon super quick because I I was actually impressed with how good the game is. It's very smooth. It runs great. and It looks beautiful. It does look beautiful. And the, the sound effects, I mean, if you guys in the chat, if you guys haven't played Elden Ring, you know, you want to, you know, break a controller and all that good shit, go ahead and download Elden Ring. It's shocking that it's still 60 bucks. I'm not going to lie about that. I was like... Damn, game is still $60, but 
rightfully so. Like the game is absolutely like forty. You know, I would I, I would have got that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I hear you. I hear you. I, I just you know spent some of that bonus money I made to get that fifty bucks. So I'm hurting. I'm hurting right now. Nah, nah, nah. You keep reinvesting, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So if you guys get a chance, play Elder Ring. Uh, let's jump to the other show that just came out. You probably haven't seen this either. House of Dragons. Um, uh, what is it on? That is on HBO Max or HBO if you have HBO at all. That one is a little bit. Ugh. I don't know Ooh. how I feel about that one. It's it's a little bit slower. Okay. It's a little bit slower compared to you know Lord of the Rings, but I'm only giving it a try just because it's from Game of Thrones. Right, even well, it's beating Lord of the Rings right now in uh, ratings. You know, I think the only reason it's beating Lord of the Rings because it has the backbone of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones came, Game Game of Thrones is such a, a successful franchise. Not that Lord of the Rings isn't a successful franchise, but I think a lot of people like Game of Thrones and HBO Max and et cetera, et cetera. So I still feel Amazon Prime Video is still a new thing for people. Right? It's like. If I walk down the street, if I walk to my neighborhood and ask everybody who all has Amazon Prime shipping, if I say, hey, did you know you get Prime Video and Prime Music? They're like, really? I can listen to music on because I have Amazon Prime? Like, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You know what I mean? So I still think Prime Video is still trying to get its foot in the door of streaming videos and having that. Because you think about it, Amazon first started fucking selling books. That's true. And then it started sending CDs. No. Yeah, they started selling books. I was thinking of Netflix. Netflix was sending CDs out to people. So I think, uh, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of House of Dragons. I'm, gonna be, I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going out right now and say I'm not a fan of it. I don't think I'm going to finish it. How many episodes have you watched? One. Okay. Then I fell, it didn't, it didn't then I fell asleep. Then I fell asleep all? in the second one. What does that tell you? <laughs> It, like it, it, you know what? That explains a lot because for you to fall asleep in a new show or movie or anything is pretty rare. So yeah, I I I, I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm done. I'm I fell asleep and I was like, there's no. I mean, it's cool that you know they're, they're telling the backstory of you know the Targaryen fa- family and the dragons, but yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah, I, I never even finished Game of Thrones. To be honest with you. Well, you know what? I'm gonna hate you didn't, it even more. No, you didn't miss much because they <laughs> fucked up. The last two seasons were horrible. Like they had this big build up, big build up of you know the White Walkers are coming, da 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 da, and then you know they die, which is cool. But then you know the Lannisters they end up fucking dying, and that was a little shit show too. So I, I wasn't a big fan of the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. How would you have liked it to go for you to, you know, enjoy it? You know, to be honest with you, I don't know. That's how fucked up they did it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> because it pulled me in so many different directions. I'm like, you know, this whole entire time, I'm so excited for, you know, the White Walkers and the White Knight and the uh, the Ice King or whatever you want to call it. And then it just, you know, I don't know. Like, they, I think what made Game of Thrones the very beginning of it so dope was that you had like two two houses you know you had the Starks and then you had the Lannisters and then you start throwing all this other shit in it and it just made it uh, too convoluted for my own taste right it was just too all over the place but 
it's like almost, you know, it, you got to season your food, right? But if you throw way too much seasoning, mm. it ain't going to look good. It ain't like, going to taste good either. I like that analogy. I truly do. I truly gotta do. got to be just right, you know? Just right. Just right. That's what it might be once. Just right. Not too much salt, not too much pepper. Just right. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I I, I don't think I'm going to... uh. I don't think I'm gonna stick around for this one, man. House of Dragons. I think I'm gonna have to pass on this one. I think it's gonna be, it's not gonna be a good, a good one. No. Well, in that case, I'll just focus on the Lord of the Rings then. I think that's a smart choice, Benny. <laughs> I think that's a smart choice. I mean, even the chat. I mean, the chat. They're saying it's okay. It's okay so far. Uh, that's what uh, the dude says. And you know, it's. I, I just don't think it's gonna be good. Oh, Bez, that's my brother. That's your brother. Yeah, Bez, be that dude. That's my brother. Does he have good hair like you? Uh, nobody has good hair like me. Well, you well, you used to have good hair and you cut it all. I know. I, I regret it every time I do it. <laughs> like a, <you> know? <laughs> but it, it's a relief, you know what I mean? Because at the same, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, oh man, damn it, uh, all that time, you know? Because like that stage of you know, from it being short to trying to get it really long. There's a certain part where you're just like, oh, this is terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Terrible to deal with, you know. It's all good. All right. Well, that is everything. What um since you know your first time on here, what are what are the games you're looking forward to coming out? Obviously, the biggest thing, you know, one, let's do two questions. First, mm-hmm. what fights are you looking forward to are coming down the pipeline? Like what are you looking forward to? Right? Because I know fights. Uh, uh, yeah, fights. I'll, it could be UFC, Ryzen, PFL, uh, Bellator, LFA, one championship. What are the fights you're looking forward to that are coming down the pipeline right now? Israel Adesanya. And that's the one where he's fighting Alex Pereira, Pereira, Pereira right? Yeah. That, that, the fact that there's a story behind that fight is where, you know, already Izzy brings eyes, right? But that added... Because this whole time, he's been forcing a narrative with these people, right? He's been calling people out. He's been getting people engaged into every fight that he's going for and the fact that this one already has a story of substance oh man to see redemption in mma from him losing to herrera in um in kickboxing uh, i'm really excited to see what he does uh, i mean and, I, I never viewed it as way that way of him you know driving a narrative to fight somebody Right, like I've never you viewed it that way. Didn't think so. Well, I just viewed him as he was fighting the next contender, right? Like he's always fighting the next contender. When you fight Yoel Romero, there's a little trash talking. When you fought Paulo Costa, there's a little trash talking. You know, trash talking doesn't really mean a story, but yeah, you know, you know, looking at the narrative of how he did lose to Alex Pereira in kickboxing, and now they're gonna fight in mixed martial arts. And I think the the star power that not star power, excuse me, the rise of Alex Pereira. I think that's kind of like a, a good way to look at it. You know, that's it's a good way to get mm-hmm. excited excited about um, the fight against uh, Izzy. You know, and obviously Izzy, he's very flashy. He's very good. Um, he's a master of his craft, and you know he's he's undefeated as a champion. Besides, when he lost to you know Jan, right. Um, and then, but the reason why I say he pushes the narrative, though, is because he's the one that's always calling somebody out after his wins. I gotcha. Right? Gotcha. You know, he, he called out Romero. He called out Paul Costa. You know, 
and then to engage back and forth it you know he he has he has he has a great way of you know getting under people's skin too you know what i mean he he knows what he's doing right so he can keep the casuals entertained but also i feel like the diehards are uh will be excited because excited because one you know you're seeing his progression in his uh wrestling his uh jujitsu so so for me i get excited every time uh takedown defense happens you know how much better he's getting at that his transitions if he does get in a bad spot and just you know obviously how he displays his uh his striking so mm, gotcha all right, well, I'm excited about that one, too. I'm always a big fan of Izzy, and especially when he's the opportunity to go out there to defend his belt. Because I had him, Izzy, Kamar Usman, Shevchenko Valentino Shevchenko, uh, who else is a champion? I think those three were my top three who were going to beat my record or tie it with the most consecutive title defenses. Consecutive uh, title defenses. Um, okay, so we got that out of the way. What are the games you're looking forward to that are coming out? Not not Call of Booty. Obviously, you know, you 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 got your fucking Lubiter and Vaseline next to your 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 computer ready to whack one off when that game drops. So besides those two games, besides that game, what else games are you super excited about coming out? To be honest, I I don't even know. There's no hype behind any other games. For me, I mean the, the only thing that's hyped that's right now is just new seasons of stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's like what we have Tarkov. We gotta wait for what another wipe. We want Streets to come out, right? Streets of Tarkov comes out. I'm playing that game right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then, I don't know who knows when that's gonna come out, right? Yeah. You, you know, I know you guys are excited for the Cycle Frontier. You know that game was fun when I tried it out, so I could see where I I would play that. But at the same time, I just feel like you know uh, Battlefield was an absolute flop. Right, yeah. You know, Ryland yep. loved the trees in that game, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, <sighs> real keeps it real. When I said that game is, you know, it doesn't look like it's it. I mean, shit, you uninstalled that motherfucker real quick, you know? So yeah, it's like it's uh, you know, it's um, it, it, it's 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 hard nowadays in gaming because spending sixty dollars on a game, you don't know if it's gonna come out. Uh, working properly. Like, for instance, Cyberpunk, right? There was mm. so much hype behind that game, and they push it out prematurely. And what happened? There was so many problems. Yeah. So it's like, nowadays, it's like, man, God forbid you, you get excited for a game that's about to come out because, <laughs> you know, it, it, it might not work. It's going to, it's gonna or New World, it's going to brick your, 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 uh, your GPU. Sure. Like, who the fuck would have thought of that? Yeah. Well, I think, I think, you know, some people in the chat, you know, God of War, that's coming out. You got Elden Ring DLC. We don't want that. We don't want that in our lives. I can barely get to the fucking first one. You got uh, Battlefield. Never played any of the God of Wars. Yeah. Hey, I don't think you're missing much. I think God of War. Each time he attacks somebody, it's like a fucking fatality. It's like, how can you literally break somebody's back and they get up and walk towards you and you start fighting again? I know it's a video game, but come on, let, let's try to keep it real for a little bit. Um, then you have Gotham Knight. It's a fatality. Um, that would be that's gonna be great because I think that you know. The uh, Batman, Arkham Knight, Arkham City games, those engines ran really, really well. Like, I thought they were super good. But you're right, dude. There is there is nothing that to get super excited about, right? Like, I'm excited, you know, for Psycho Frontier Season 2. You're probably excited for Call of Booty Season 8, Viking, whatever they're on right now. Um, <laughs> and obviously, the new Call of Duty that's coming up. But, yeah, it's it's very hard. Nowadays, 
you never know if the game's gonna work or if it's gonna break something. Um, you know, they do have a couple good games like Celestial Protocol. I'm looking forward to that. They have Diablo 4 that's coming out. That's gonna be amazing if Blizzard can get his shit together. But it's not like it was back in the day. It's always about season. And like you said, they gotta keep what what games right now have the most replay replay value? Fortnite, Call of Duty, uh <clears throat> Escape from Tarkov, Psycho Frontier, even though it's on a second season season. There's a lot of games that need to have better replay value in order to get people hyped up about it, right? It's not like it was back in the day when you bought fucking Anamusha or Devil May Cry or <clears throat> Dino Crisis. You beat the game, you get 20 hours, 20 solid hours of pure entertainment. And it's like, damn, I want to play that again. I'm playing on a difficult mode. I want to play it on this. Now, I even find it for myself. I find I enjoy the interaction more online trying to kill somebody, take their shit, than sitting down and playing a story mode of a game. Like, that's, that's why I'm finding out with Elden Ring. Like, I'm excited to play it because it's so hard, but I want to get to a point where I can start invading people's world and taking their shit and killing them. That's why when I was trying to play the Cycle Frontier, I wanted to just go right for BBB. And Chris was like, nah, man, we got to loot. We got to do quests. I'm like, man, fuck these quests. I want to shoot somebody. Well, see, I, I, I do love the fact that you have to do quests. Well, it's just like Tarkov, right? You play Escape from, you play Escape from Tarkov. You, get, you do your missions, but you are rewarded more if you do the missions, right? Because, you know, you can't be running up. To, you can't be going to motherfucking, you know. You can't be going to. What's the fucking mall that I hate going to? But it's Vargas's favorite mall. What's that mall called? Interchange? Yeah, it's like, you can't be going to fucking inter Interchange with fucking M855A1. You can't, you can't be doing that, right? You got you to do your fucking missions and unlock it for Peacekeeper and get that motherfucking M993, right? You got to get that big dick ammo. You need that armor-piercing ammo. So the only way to get there is by doing missions, right? Tarkov is different. Tarkov oh, is a more realistic. Well, no, no, no. You hesitated. I, you, you I telling hesitated me for a reason. Okay, and okay. I want, I want to know that reason. Tell me right now, what is the reason? Because I felt like I had a great argument point about why you do the missions in Escape from Tarkov. You don't have different ammo types on the cycle, right? It's no. the same ammo for the different gun. You have a better leveled gun, right? That does a little more damage. Yes. But the thing is. You you can still level up the factions by just selling gear, selling loot. You can level up those factions individually each time. So that's why I'm like, well, I can do that. Why even do the quest? You know? True, but you get it faster if you do the ah, quest. Okay. Right? You get more. So if you're gonna go sell something, you know, for a dollar, but if you do this quest, I'll give you ten dollars. What are you gonna do? What's faster? I'm going out shooting. You know what I mean? Just like I told you. <laughs> the best part, right? The best part is like, I'm a shooter, bro. I'm a shooter. First a gun engagement, I get clapped. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I love that. I'm a shooter. I'm just going to go out there and shoot. I think, I think with Psycho Frontier having that es the essence of Escape from Tarkov with doing the missions and also dying, you lose all your gear. I think it's great. I think with uh, Escape from Tarkov, you want to do the missions. Like each time you think about it, they have a wipe. Everybody's trying to push through those missions so fast so they can unlock the next, you know, round or, or the next armor, whatever it may be. Obviously, uh, Psycho Frontier doesn't have armor. I mean, excuse me, doesn't have uh, the ammo that you're going to be going through. But the more missions you do, the more opportunity you get the opportunity to open the better weapons like the Advocate or the, the ICU Guarantee, et cetera, down the line. But 
to wrap this all in context, uh, there you're right. It's all about seasons. Like, what season is everybody excited about? What are they going to add in this season? What skins or what is it going to be? New maps? What is it going to be? It's not, man, I can't wait for the next game that's coming out. Obviously, there are some people out there who are excited for, you know, Stalkers 2, God of War, Celestial Protocol. Um, I'm excited for The Last Faith. There's a lot of the games that are coming out, but it just doesn't have that same hype as it does with the seasons. Right. And and I feel like, you know, the, these, the correlation is, right, these are free-to-play free to games, right? So they, it's a free game that, that instantly, all you have to do is download it, right? Yep. You don't even have to buy the Battle Pass or whatever it is. Yep. Just play the game. See how you like it. You know what I mean? Shit, Steam, you buy a game and it says, oh, you have an hour like return it or whatever. But it, it, it takes an hour just to get in the damn game. So there you go. There goes your refund. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, when you talk about free game shit, Maverick just downloaded Diablo Immortal. And he played at least, I think, two hours on it. Right? And he's enjoying it. I think a game like Diablo Immortal, these free games, it's a great way to introduce the children into playing games. Because it didn't cost me money. I'll tell you right now, I, I probably spent two hundred dollars on fucking video games from Maverick. He goes, I want to try this game. Mm, that game's too hard. I don't like it. I was like, Well, there's thirty nine ninety nine. Let me try this game. Oh, I don't like it. The graphics are horrible. Oh, there goes another twenty nine ninety nine. And I'm like, dog, they don't do fucking demos anymore nowadays, right? I remember back Which in is the, terrible. Yeah, I remember back in the day, you would get a game in Former Magazine and you would get a fucking demo of the next like game that's coming out. It would have like five games on there, like five to ten mm-hmm. minutes. Try it. You see the graphics. You play. I know all you guys in, in, in the chat, all 52 of you, and everybody else who watches, you know, the replay on YouTube and whoever's listening on Spotify and Apple, whatever you listen on this podcast, you guys are all fucking like 12, 18, whatever, or 22, right? <laughs> Benny barely even knew what fucking Predator was. But with that being said, back in the day when you bought a Game Informer magazine, it will give you a demo. It was basically mostly in the PlayStation era, maybe Dreamcast, mm-hmm. Dreamcast era. Which we need to talk about that. I'm gonna do. I'm, we're gonna do a Nerds of Leisure podcast on fucking Dreamcast, all the great things on it, right? But you will get a demo disc, and you will go home and you'll put it in your your, your your console or your system. It was mostly the CDs, and you will get a chance to play the upcoming games that are coming out. That way, you can know. Hey, I played a demo of it. I like it. I'm going to buy the game now. You go on fucking PlayStation Network. Good luck finding a fucking demo for the newest games that are coming out. It's like you buy that motherfucker or you watch the trailer and you're like, ah, no, I'm I'm not, I'm not going to play. The trailer doesn't look that good. That's where it's at nowadays. Where the demo is? Demo is the game because they're not fucking fully finished ever. So, well, 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 yeah, Escape Tarkov's still in fucking beta, I believe, right? They're all a demo. You just got to pay money for a demo nowadays. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, like that's the thing that I think they need to get back to is that what happened to demos? Like, let me get a 15-minute demo of any game, right? Like, let me give it, you know, you go to the store, you go to Baskin and Robbins, 31 fucking flavors. How can I make up my mind besides going with the original flavors? Chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, right? Let me get a fucking sample of that new cookie dough, rainbow, sprinkle ice cream. Let me get a little sample. I'm not telling you to fill the whole fucking bowl up. Just let me get a little dabble into it, right? So what do you do with demos, man? So let me get a little taste of it. Let me let me get it. Just let me put the tip in, okay? And let me see how it feels, and then I'll decide if I want to go all the way with it. <laughs> that, that, that is explained perfectly, perfectly. 
the last time, by the way, I went to the market, right? This guy, he bought French fries, right? A pound of French fries. And he goes, can I test out one of the chicken tenders, please? The lady's like, test out the chicken tender you have to pay for. It. He's like, you don't have a sample? <laughs> Gave this dude a whole big-ass chicken tender. And he's just like, oh, can you just put in, like, a container for me? I motherfucker <laughs> just got free food. <laughs> See, he was playing I his system. That's what he, he did. He was playing the, the fucking system. We need that guy for demo games. He, We need him. He needs to be in the game community and fucking force these Publishers yeah. and developers like, release demos. Well, see, well, this guy, uh, <laughs> Silence Contra says, nowadays people access to reviews and gameplay videos much easier. Yes, what you just said, though, their access to videos, <clears throat> excuse me, access to reviews and gameplay videos, it's much easier. I understand that, but still, I can watch a game and think it looks gorgeous, but I actually get my hands on it and play it I might not like it, right? Does does that make sense? That's what I'm saying. That that's where yep. the demos came so powerful is that you got a demo and you're able to play the demo. Like I said, five to ten minutes. It's not going to be a fucking forty five minute or two hour you know excursion of the demo, but let me get a little bit of the game, right? Because I can tell you guys right now, there are so many times I've watched a demo, excuse me, uh, a review or a trailer of a game, and I didn't end up liking it, right? And what all stems from this is that, you know, when Maverick, I'm trying to find a game for Maverick to play, it's so hard to because there's no fucking demos out there. I always have to pay 35 bucks or 49, 49 50 bucks. He's, he's seven years old, right? He can't watch a, a demo, excuse me, a review or a trailer like, oh man, that game's gonna be fun because when he plays it, he might not like the, the joystick. He might not like the camera angle. I don't know. Bring it back to the beginning of this, games that are free. Right? The games that are free are easier. It's easier to play a game that's free because you played it. You know, I played Psycho Frontier. At the beginning of Psycho Frontier, I wasn't about that life. I was like, I'm not playing this fucking game. It's, it's, uh, Escape from Tarkov's the best. I played it. I'm like, wow. The, the drop-in time, the gunplay, running around, getting in and out. It's, I love it. It's easy. Boom. I bought the battle pass. I can't wait for season two because I'm buying the battle pass again because I want better skins. I'm hooked. I'm engaged. I'm, I'm in it, right? I'm just saying, if they did back what they did back in the day, which is with demos, send out a demo with your Game Informer. Put the top five games that are coming out. Diablo 4. Fucking, you know, Dr- not Dr- uh, Dragon Ball Z, Budokai 65. Uh, you have <laughs> World of Warcraft, Dragonflight, right? You have the betas. Give me an opportunity to play the game instead of making me watch a review or a trailer to make my final decision of that game. Like if I want, if he, I if I wanted Batman Benny to play fucking Lord of the Rings: Ocarina of Time, which I'm sure he probably never played it. Benny, would you would you drop fifty bones on a game that you've never played? And you know, like right here, right here, we're gonna do a quick we're gonna do a quick test of this, it, ladies and gentlemen. It all depends. We're gonna okay. do a quick test of this. Okay, it depends on who. <laughs> Is referring the game to me. I, I'm, right? ref- I'm, refer- I'm referring to games right now. <laughs> All right. We're going to go right now. This is live example. Yep. You're referring a game to me. Will yep. I spend how much on a what game? Lord <laughs> of the Rings? Le- Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. Ocarina of Time. <clears throat> yeah, I want to know, would you spend... One second. I'm getting the, I'm getting the trailer. Getting the trailer ready for you. I want to know if would you spend 
would you spend 50 bones to play this game? Okay. 50? 50 bones. Okay, well, we're already uh, halfway there. I'm not doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. You guys, I'm not doing it. Okay, just watch the trailer. I know it's going to be a little delay, but just watch the trailer, okay? Yep. Hear me turn the volume up, too. It's probably going to be loud. The grass looks like shit. Shut up and watch. <laughs> I need to get a fucking cup. Yeah, you do watch. Hold on. Yeah. It even says O in it. Pause the video for a second. Yeah. You're not trolling me, right? No. Keep watching. Don't interrupt it again, okay? You're telling me you wouldn't spend 30 bones in that game. I mean, 50, 50 bones, excuse me. It's <clears throat> $50. $50. On that game that you just showed me. Yes, sir. No fucking no. Wow. $50. Wow. On that game? I didn't even get to hear the audio. You'll be moving your hands around. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, I'm sorry you guys missed the audio. I don't know what happened to audio. Nah, they they probably had. It. I don't know. But <clears throat> but no, if um... if if so, but if you had the opportunity, so right there, ladies and gentlemen, he just saw one of the greatest games ever that came out on uh, Nintendo 64, right? And it could be the graphics, right? But there's the graphics probably. But imagine, you know, I, I I'm 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 a uh, you know, what's the word? I'm a big developer, and I show that trailer. And let's say eight people. I show the trailer to ten people in the room. Two people were like, "Yes, absolutely, I'm spending the money." Eight were like, "No, I'm not." But if I sent every single one of those people home with a copy of the game, a demo of the game, I guarantee you that two might have been a six, or might have been eight. Instead of two will buy it right off the spot, eight won't. You get, you get what I'm getting at? That that's that's. That that one thousand percent, bro. <laughs> Somebody said, 1, "Now, now show a video of Spiral to turn on 
Internal Night. Now I want to buy that shit, so I'm not even. I'm not even gonna put Benny to but that. There was a demo of Spyro. That's the difference. Here's the thing. There I, was a fucking demo. I did play the demo of Spyro for fucking Sega <laughs> Sega CD. It came with a Game Informer. Informer. I didn't like it. I didn't buy it. But I I have played it before. So that's the difference. Like I think they need to get back to giving demos out for people. That way they can let people have the opportunity to actually try the game instead of you know just showing a trailer or a review. To make up somebody's mind to spend hard-earned money nowadays, like you were saying, right? The free games is what's 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 capti- captivating everybody because it's free and you don't know if it's gonna work. It's gonna break your shit. I mean, imagine New World when we all played New World. Me, you, Benny, mm-hmm. uh, Chris, running around collecting the fucking trees and the iron. Next thing you know, it broke fucking Riley's GPU, like you said, and we're like, dude, this game is garbage. Like, we're we're done playing it. Like. It, the game was good, but it just didn't have enough replay value. It was the same rinse and repeat over and over again. Correct. So. Now, if that would have had a demo. If that would have had a demo, I mean? I, I'll be like, yeah, you know, different. I've been different. You know, I mean, shit, I remember uh, Tomb Raider had demos, um, which was a great. Hey, yo, <laughs> I'm saying Lara Croft. <laughs> good old Lara Croft. Um. Boom, man. I oh. truly appreciate you uh, taking the time and, and sticking around for the show. Um, a little worried about Chris's uh, internet out there in the desert because, you know, <laughs> well, yours yours, you yours worked, worked fine. At the moment, I thought it was Zeke, and Zeke was fucking him. I was like, Zeke, how you going to do this to me? But Zeke was doing great um, with the, the, the video feed and also capturing your audio. And to be able to stream this to YouTube as well, we have, you know, I think we have the most 80, 80 or 90 viewers in the channel. And obviously, it's going to replay in YouTube. So, super happy to, about that as well. <clears throat> um, thumbs up, though. Look at the thumbs up, baby. 180. Let's go. We'll take it. Um, one more time, Benny. Let people know where they can find you, how they can get a hold of you. And uh, I truly appreciate you coming on and giving us an update on Call of Duty. Because, one, now that you mentioned it's three developers that created a brand new engine for the game. I'm going to give it a try. Like, I'm not a big fan of Call of Duty, you know, jumping off roofs and recutting my string right. and all that stuff, but I think now I'm going to give it a, a, a try. Uh-oh. The screen's frozen? Refresh it. I think now I'm going to give it a, a, a try. Screen? No, no, not your, not your screen. Uh, the screen is frozen. Oh, their screen froze. Rip. Okay, but that's okay. Um, yeah, now, now, now mine is lagging. Is it? Oh, well, it could be just um, Zeking. So, um, well, bro, I appreciate you having me on here. You know, everybody can find me, Batman Benny, on all socials on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Batman Benny, Batman Benny on YouTube, mm. pretty much Batman Benny everywhere. Mm. So, <laughs> let them know, let them know. Thank you for having me. And uh, for those that are excited for Call of Duty, <clears throat> uh, the MW2 beta. Uh, for PlayStation players, uh, exclusively when you pre-order is uh, the 18th through the 20th, and then the cross-play uh, the next week after it is on the 24th and the 26th. Mm. So I can't wait for check it. that out if you guys are uh, fans of Call of Duty. Yep, absolutely. Now you got a PS5, right? Yeah, I got a PS5. I'm playing on a P- I'm playing on a PC. Yeah. <clears throat> as always. Well, you know, you can give it a little look. See, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give it a loop. But again, thank you for having me, bro. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Batman Benny. Truly appreciate you guys so much for joining the stream. 
will be live hopefully next Friday. Unfortunately for my co-host Chris, he just moved to a brand new place in the desert. So he's got to be able to figure out what he's got to do in order to get his stuff uh, situated because we want him to have it back on and continue the flow. But I really, truly appreciate Batman Benny stepping up and finishing it and coming in here, breaking down uh, Call of Duty. Uh, in the future, we are going to have Earl Hawani himself here on the podcast talking about all beautiful things, mixed martial arts, gaming, videos. I'd love to get him on here and talk to him about what games does he play? I know he has three children. I think three or two. And I know in all the time he's traveling around the world, I'm sure he has time to play video games. So once again, thank you guys so much for joining the channel and joining the stream or the podcast, whatever you're catching us on. We'll be live next Friday. If you guys don't catch us next Friday, make sure you follow me on twitch.tv slash mighty gaming on Twitter, <clears throat> mighty mouse. I think it's Mighty Mouse. I'm not sure. Or on Instagram, it's Mighty. True appreciate you guys. Love every single one of you guys. Great fight. We're world champion again. Truly grateful to one championship. Grateful for Adrian Murray sticking the rematch. And boys, that's it. Episode four. We're done. Appreciate you guys. GG.